Hello, everyone. This is the Easy Allies podcast. I'm your moderator, Kyle Bossman, and joining us this week, Bradley Ellis. Hey. Daniel Bloodworth. Hello. Brendan Jones. Howdy. And on the switcher, Ian Hink. Ah. Let's play Recruit Me. <laughs> Our submission this week comes from Sam White. I am a sock puppet with a medical degree. <laughs> I remain unconscious until I am placed on a hand and am then able to speak and perform surgeries. My cute button eyes can be used like brass knuckles. My name is Frizzy Davis, MD. <laughs> Would you have me join this party? Oh, yeah. Oh, you're in already. I'm so in. Why? You had me at Sock Puppet. It's, it's creative. It's playful. Uh, Jones, this ain't Pee-wee's Playhouse, man. This is, an our, this is a party. A this is life and death. Does he have you equipment with him? No. 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 <laughs> we'll have to buy equipment for him or her. I guess Frizzy. Frizzy to me is a woman's name. Okay, so it's her. Did they have equipment with them? Uh, no? Uh, no, we'll have to get the equipment as we go from town to town. Mm. Equipping Frizzy to know exactly what we need. Mm-hmm. I don't want someone to perform surgery. I want someone to cast a spell and heal. Mm, no, there's no indication that there is any magic knowledge. No. Oh, no. <laughs> Boy, where would you stand on Frizzy? Uh, it's, it's very appealing, but I, I'm, I'm worried because it's... It's like the face. Is the face actually doing the surgery, or do you need like the face to tell somebody else how to like? Where is the face grabs onto the utensils? Yes. Yeah. See, this is. I, I feel like this is a problem because it's just gonna get like all soaked up and like blood and like other stuff, and like you gotta keep it disinfected. All good points. You know what? With. Brad's right. This is real. We have to think this through. That's gonna get it bloody. That is going to yeah. be a bloody sock. Yeah. Ian, do you have any re- any ref- refutes? Have any refutations to make? Uh, you know, my camera just moved on its own. Ooh. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a bizarre, like I want to be in, I want to be in, but yeah, the logistics, the cleaning, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I mean like given the system, it's already out. So yeah. Sorry, know. Frizzy. It doesn't sound like you're in. Is refutation a word? Yes. Okay. It is now time for corrections. Begin corrections music, please. I was trying to think of a movie last week that uh, the original didn't do great at the box office, but fans over time grew to like it, and its sequel exploded. That movie was Pitch Perfect. That is what I was thinking of. Oh, okay. Wow. And what's really funny is somebody in the comments is like, you already used that analogy in an episode of Final Bossman, and I'm like, you're right. Uh, Whoa, dude. I've, oh, we Last week we went through a fall preview of every game that would come out. I always forget games. I always feel bad about it. Here are the ones I feel bad about. Uh, North Star, Fist of the North Star, Lost Paradise. Starlink is coming out in mm. October. Uh, Pathfinder Kingmaker is a CRPG. Wouldn't have been aware of it. And Xenoblade Chronicles 2, Torna, is its own unique physical release. Mm. Cool. Yeah. Although it's really weird the way that release is rolling out. Why? Because it's like coming out, like, if you have the season pass, you can get it for like a week or two earlier than everyone else, I think. I'm going to skip to some corrections that are extremely relevant to this. Uh, I had release dates when, yeah. as we did our, our, our fall preview. And... In many cases, I had the release date that is the soonest you could get this game Mm -hmm. if you're ordering some sort of version of it. Uh, This has happened before a few times. It's never been as rampant as it is now. So here we go. Uh, Assassin's Creed is October 5th for everybody, but October 2nd for special editions. Forza Horizon 4 is October 2nd for everybody, but 
September 28th for the Ultimate Edition. Shadow of the Tomb Raider, September 14th, but September 12th if you pre-order the Digital Deluxe Edition, Croft Edition, or Ultimate Edition. Uh, WWE 2K19, October 9th for everyone, but October 5th for early access. Uh, NBA 2K19, uh, today, September 11th for regular people, but... If you paid $100 for the Anniversary Whoa. Edition, you got it way back on the 7th, which is the day that regular old NBA Live 19 did release. Wow. 100 wow. clams? 100 clams to play it a, wow. a, on a Friday instead of a Tuesday after that. <laughs> okay. People wow. pay for it, man. Okay, they yeah. do it. I mean, they do it. It must work. Uh, final correction, RuneScape has over t- 1,200 original music compositions in-game, making it Whoa. the champion of having... Uh, the biggest soundtrack Runescape dude Wow Yep And so Smash Bros Comes at it like With 900 Sorry bud Yeah sorry You're Smash not Runescape And corrections Music please This Week Was that Shoot Was that this week On Monday morning At 2.30am yeah. right. Yes <laughs> Holy moly That was quite the stream time uh, Sony had its Pre-TGS press conference uh, they called it something funny. It was a tour. It was the lineup tour. Yeah, PlayStation lineup tour. The PlayStation lineup tour. But because I think it's not just this. This is like the kickoff, and then it's it's like, you know, people can go to various locations and play certain games or whatever. Yes, but it also, it's funny that that ended up being part of the theming of this press conference in that it was kind of Star Tours-y. Uh, for the beginning of the while we loaded up, we had to watch a loading screen in which we saw PlayStation 4 controllers as spaceships and they were in a hangar. And then when the show finally started, it's like, okay, here we go, everybody buckle in. The spaceships took off and we all went into space together. And then PlayStation buttons, a triangle, a circle, a square, and an X cross uh started talking to us uh in in japan where people were actually sitting there watching this they spoke in four different voices Mm -hmm. as each had its own characteristic in the u.s we heard one voice trying to do poor guy four different voices (laughs) and uh, clearly not a a a voice actor by trade clearly a localization person clearly an interpreter trying to do four different characters of playstation buttons it was very funny. <laughs> yes. It was very, very yes, funny. Yes. Uh, but uh, b- between all of the goofiness and overly expensive CG, there was some game announcements, uh, which is my favorite way to start a podcast. Uh, the biggest one, it comes from Sega. Sega said, mm. I think it was last month, they said, hey, in September, we're going to announce a brand new IP. And we got that new IP. Uh, it is called, well, we don't know what it's called in the U.S. Right now it's called Project Judge. Yeah. Uh, but in Japan it's called Judge Eyes. Brad, yes. what is your first impression of Judge Eyes? How, I've never heard of this before. How do you, how do you explain that to me? Yakuza. Yep. But you're a cop. Yeah, 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 yeah. You nailed it. <laughs> no. You're a dirty cop, though. You, yeah. don't, you don't have the badge on yeah, your chest. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're a dirty cop. You don't detective. play by the rules. You're hard-boiled. Yeah. Yes. Um, well, isn't he a lawyer? He's a lawyer, not a cop, right? He's a disgraced I, lawyer. You think yeah. he's a cop now, though? I no, know, I haven't played the demo. He's, he's basically a detective now. Okay. He okay. lost br- blood. He lost his law degree. Mm-hmm. Former lawyer. Now he's got to take the law into his own hands. He still believes in it. And so it is very Yakuza-like. Same city. What's the city called? Kamurocho? Yeah. Uh, same city as Yakuza game. Same team. Uh, uh, but... Combat looks the same. Combat looks very, actions, very similar. Pretty much, according yes. to Ben. Um, uh, who is the actor? I wrote you down. Um, that, uh, Kimura? 
Takuya is a very famous actor in Japan, mm-hmm. is the star of this game and uses his own likeness in it. And it's apparently a big deal. That's like, it's like getting George Clooney to be in your game. No, I'd be like getting Keanu. Come getting, on. It's like a Keanu. Come I'd on. rather have Keanu. Yes. In my game. <laughs> yes. Kidding me? Yeah, so maybe no, it is more rule. like Keanu. Yeah, yeah. so like getting rule. Keanu Reeves in your video game. Uh, uh, it's like getting Kiefer Sutherland. Because um, <laughs> I was trying to think of a, a strictly a TV star, or at least Kiefer is now. Um, but yeah, uh, it's very. So I want to go through some of the detective stuff you can do because it's actually kind of exciting. The detective things that mm-hmm. you get to play in this game, uh, because it is does seem to have like a lot of explore the city esque yakuza things. But uh, you get to you get descriptions of suspects. And then you look for those suspects based off the descriptions. And then once you find them, you trail them. And so you have to like take cover behind signs and things. And then you actually, you take pictures with your cell phone and kind of like um, Dead Rising, you get scores based on how good your photos are as, oh. as you're trailing them, which is really cool. So if you get them like holding hands with a woman, but you get both of their faces, that's a lot of points. If <laughs> you don't see, scoop yeah, right exactly. there. You gotta get juicy scoops. They actually show at one point, they show a drone like rising above an apartment <laughs> and like peeking in. And some guy, it looks to be abusing a woman. Woman and it's like got him uh, <laughs> uh what else do you do oh you play in disguises disguises are really cool and they look oh, goofy nice. that's because that's the thing is it 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 was initially demonstrated as a very dramatic game we saw oh, Brad, would you say there was like three minutes of dialogue yes three minutes of dialogue in in an office that was all lawyer talk all law talk it took place in that time blood where this man still was a lawyer um and so, yeah, and the music, it all seems so, so serious. But then once we have gameplay trailers, we see that this game has a Yeah, high... I saw him, like, kickflip and kick someone in the face. And I was like, oh, I get what the tone is now. Yes, Got it. yes. Um, I saw him do, like, wrestling moves and, like, grabbing yeah. a guy yeah, with, between his yeah, thighs. Tone. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder if the lawyer stuff is, like, flashback. You know, so you, like, it starts maybe. through detective, yeah, and then maybe. you get to a spot, and he's like, mm-hmm. oh, I remember when I talked about this. And mm-hmm. then, doodly-doo. Hmm. Yeah, cool. I mean, that is Sega's new yeah, IP. Yeah, it looked awesome. Here's Down. A, sorry, here's the last... Very, Unexpected, I think. Exactly. Here's the last very cool thing about it. Uh, that game is coming out in Japan, in South Korea, in China on December 12th. Crazy. This year. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. really short. This, go, this game from went from zero, like, hey, we have a new IP coming soon. We're going to announce it soon. To Oh, it's actually, we're also releasing it very soon. Uh, they said in the West it will re- be released early 2019. Great. The gap is getting shorter yeah. between those games. They released a trailer of the game that very day mm-hmm. in Japan. Yeah, and a demo. That is so, Sorry, demo is what I meant to say. Yeah, that is so cool. Yeah, it's awesome. Love yeah. it. Um, should we expect Sega to make it more different than Yakuza? More different from Yakuza, I mean? Mm, I think it'll be very familiar mm-hmm. from what I've seen. I think there'll be a few different elements, like the like you said, like the stalking kind of people like that, or like the like finding suspects or whatever, the camera stuff. I mean, Brad, do you think it's lame? It's the same city. I don't know. Like when you tell me that, like when I first started Yakuza, and if you told me like you're in Kamurocho and all the games, I'd be like, yeah, like, it's kind of boring though, right? And then I'm like, oh yeah, I'm way down. That's so cool. Still, so from like Yakuza Kiwami to Kiwami Two to f- Six. Yeah. It all feels different enough that you can do different things. Yeah, I haven't gotten bored of it yet. Okay. So one more, baby. Maybe. Yeah, I just it's it's surprising to me. I think they need another city though in it. Yeah. They Besides do. just Kamarocho or another section. Um at least like more there's some really interesting interior stuff which I'm about. Mm-hmm. Um interesting to me to see Sega go in triple A budget on a new IP. That's nuts. Well, it's cuz those games sell. 
the Yakuza games sell now. Yes. So they believe in that team. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, you guys can do what you want now. There's always been a lot of semi-famous people in Yakuza games. Yeah, Yakuza they've games, had like Japanese yeah. wrestlers They're just not and known stuff. outside of Japan, mm-hmm. but yeah. Well, in this case, it's the lead character. Mm-hmm. Yes. So it is. It is not a, a fabricated face. It is this. This franchise is hanging off of this man's face, mm-hmm. which is, I think, a huge deal. Yeah. Um, the band. I forgot their name. I didn't write that down. The oh, band is apparently a big to. deal. There's a there's a very popular band that's making the music for this game. Big big budget. I just feel the budget of this thing, mm-hmm. and it feels cool for Sega to go out there. Yeah. Feels like Sega hasn't done a big budget game. Without Sonic in the title? <laughs> in a long time. Well, it must mean Yakuza is doing incredibly well. Smap. No, it's not Smap. No. Oh. <laughs> Keep going, Ian. Ian, by the way, uh, you're allowed to interrupt us. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. Okay. <laughs> I, was thinking, um, I was thinking about this. Uh, there's a... there's a. Oh, sorry. The the actor was a former member of Smap. Oh. Ooh, okay. Okay, I'll keep digging. Hang so on. Now yeah, it's, your... it's in the press release. Um, there's... um. There's a radio show called The Dan Patrick Show. It's a sports show. And what's so weird is he, it's, he's Dan Patrick, and what he has is a, like a crew of other people who are his friends who also talk on the show called The Danettes. And what's so weird is they're allowed to talk, but not until Dan Patrick acknowledges them. Ah. So he'll be talking, and he'll be like, uh, 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 the, the, Steelers, the Steelers need some work. Alexandros. Alexandros. Yeah. Two S's. Uh, no, one S. Oh, I was thinking of Andros. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. the band? Alexandros, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Alexandros. Just one S? Mm-hmm. Promise me? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, uh, apparently a big band. So so he'll say, like, uh, the Steelers need some help, and he'll go, yes, Fitzy. And then Fitzy's some other guy, and he'll go, yeah, I just think they're pretty okay right now. <laughs> and maybe somebody who watches, because people watch this, I don't know if they're raising their hands. I don't know if they have little lights they turn on. I don't know if they're, like, Ian, and they just put something on the TV. But for some reason, he always goes, like, Yes, Fitzy. Like, like Fitzy's raising his hand or What's something. What's his name? Fitzy. No, no, no. You the can tell. Sometimes I'll make you a face. And Dan you'll be Patrick. Like, All right. Well, Jones, what yeah. is it? Yes, Jones. Dan <laughs> Patrick, yeah, but like, you should be able dog. to talk whenever you want to. Those no, poor da- Danettes. Not for Dan Patrick, dude. Dan yes. Yeah. So they they highlighted uh, five actors in the press release. Tell everybody who the five actors are, Daniel Bloodworth, in so, case in yeah. case we have fans of these actors. Yeah, we had. So the you you mentioned uh, uh, Kimura Taka. You. Uh, oh wait, this is the. Oh, uh oh! Wait, I'm, you have oh, Takayuki Yagami is the character. Yes, and he plays Taka, Takuya Kimura. Oh wait, so that's the character's name? Oh wait, no. So okay, I got it backwards. Okay, blood. Yeah, it's weird because the name is very similar. Yes, Fitzy. So, uh, okay, and then yeah, I just think blood should read the list right. <laughs> okay, Dan, yeah, what, hold on. It's the way it's written. Okay, sorry. Uh, yeah, so. And then uh, the the next guy is uh, Akira Nakao, uh, who plays uh, Takashi Genda. I don't want the character names; those okay. mean nothing to me right okay, now. Okay, got it. Do they do they have the like Dude, the reputation Takashi, though? though? But yeah, yeah so, uh, well, he's no. It's just say it's actually like a, a character profile on each. They I need each of these. I need like I need like a U.S. like like the, this is the equal fame of this U.S. Right. Actor, no, I mean? unfortunately, I don't have that here. Come on, Sega, help us out in your <laughs> I'll, I'll see what I can do. Okay, so Ian's gonna find the U.S. equivalents of all these actors. This one guy's name is Pierre, which is pretty cool. Okay. Hmm. Anyway, yeah, the, the actor names don't mean much to us because we don't know any of them. But the point of it is, beyond those names specifically, is just or sorry, Sega is sp- 
paying for this. Yeah. Uh, on the console announced right now, PlayStation 4, I expect PC to come in because that's been Seems what be Yakuza is. Yeah. And so that's, yeah, that's strange to me. It's strange to me in this era that, that uh, Japan is willing to... When the PlayStation 4 isn't doing crazy in Japan, Japan is willing to spend money on uh, big single-player titles. It's pretty cool. Yeah. And I wonder if this was something that has always been in the wings with that team, that they're like, oh, we would love to do cops. You know, like That's forever, what he said, right? For yeah. great Grand Theft yeah. Auto games, like I love true crime. I love to actually like putting the cuffs on somebody. So it'd be fun to do. And I wonder if that was, if all of these fun ideas came from them just over the years. Like, oh, well, this, it'd be a weird mission if we just had, you know, like the characters from Yakuza be a detective all of a sudden. Or yeah. just like decide, oh, Dude, I'm I just going to go. I love that. Yeah. Well, I, then, here you go. I love detective activities. You see him picking a lock at one point. Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Good yeah. stuff. Uh, I want my chief to yell at me. Yeah. <laughs> you uh-huh. picked that lock? No, 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 no. Your chief's gone. Oh, chief's gone. That's your detective. That's right. Yeah, yeah. You're on your own now. Or but they, what if they call you in, you know, and like the cops don't like yeah, you? I mean, they remember you from back in the day. You're a vigilante, Jones. Yeah. Vigilante right. lawyer. Right, but they vigilante. remember you as a lawyer, you know, yeah. possibly. Oh, they do. You know. In fact, I think you have a cop buddy. It's, it seems implied that that buddy is a cop. Uh, I want to talk about other games, though. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we have... A Samurai Showdown sequel that was announced by SNK called Samurai Spirits. Mm -hmm. Samurai Spirits is the Japanese name of Samurai Showdown. Ah. Oh, which is funny, right? Like they localize it and make Showdown without a W. I don't, I don't understand why they did that in the (laughs) first place. But yeah, we're we're making it all equal as we do these days. It's going to be called Samurai Spirits for everybody. Um, What a trailer! Yeah, it looked fun. We were getting heavy Street Fighter 4 vibes. Yes, because because SNK, again, isn't has less money than Sega, at least for their video game budgets. Uh, you know, King of Fighters doesn't look great. Sure. Uh, SNK Heroines does not look great. And so coming into a Samurai Showdown, I said, I don't know. If it's 3D models, I don't have faith in them. But what they showed, Brad, I think was... Uh, like... Very uh, the characters had definition. Mm-hmm. You know the characters looked uh, cartoonish a little bit, but in a good way. They, I would say they translated well into that art style. Yes, from their mm-hmm. original. Uh, what would you describe that art style as? Street Fighter Four. Yes. Yeah. You know that's it's right. Street Fighter Four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With like the ink splatters yeah. and things like that. They, yeah, they yeah. had like all that and shading almost. Yeah, it's okay. very Street Fighter Four, uh, but with samurai swords with tons of blood. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, great. Hope uh, it's fun. Uh, coming in 2019. Cool to see SNK go for it. I think they will be rewarded. Yeah. I think this could be a big deal. Yeah. I don't know. There's a lot of fighting games coming out now, I feel like. Yeah. Way more than even 10 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy a lot. Yes. So hopefully it'll do well. Feels good. Yeah. I mean, like, uh, what is it? Fighting EX Layer. There's still room for that. Yeah. Yes, Fitzy. <laughs> oh. So, oh, how many acting credits? Yeah, they have. I mean, I just went through. I didn't know a metric to tell how famous these people were, so I looked at how many acting credits they all had. Mm-hmm. And the main guy has fifty-three, which is the least, and then the rest have like near a hundred. He's Taco probably hot right now. Yeah, you know, I don't think that's a fair way to. to uh, I'm just saying, like, they've been acting in a lot of stuff for well, a while. Does IMDb still give you a older. score? Does it still give you a fame score? A star meter. A star meter. Do fame they still do that? Score. I think you got to be a, on rank? IMDb Pro. To see that? Oh, I think well, maybe. Yeah, you have to be an IMDb. I know Pierre Taki is down this week. 
<laughs> Down 29,000 this week. Uh, man, when, is it, when I used to work for people in casting, we had to, we had IMDb Pro, and you would Star look at Meter, their, baby. Yeah, yeah, man, I mean, that's me, not right. Takuya Kimura. <laughs> yeah. The best is when you see number one up there for not good reasons. <laughs> oh, everyone's sure. like, who, what? Yeah. What actor did some stupid thing? And mm-hmm. everyone's Googling them. They're like, that makes you famous. Congrats, you're number one. <laughs> you're famous, baby. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I do. I mean, oh, before, he was in 2046. What is that? Uh, that was the s- uh, kind of like spiritual successor for In the Mood for Love, I believe, by Kara Y. Wong. You're saying a bunch of words that don't mean a thing to me. <laughs> it's a weird, like, the trailer, it's, it's, it's one of those movies where the trailer sort of misled, like, it made me think it was all in this crazy future land, but mostly it was just people in a room talking. It's it was my a good kind of trailer. Yeah, it was good. And is it one car Y or is it is that how you say Wong? Uh, Wong car Y, but on here it's Car Y Wong. Oh, okay. But Jones, you know this too? I know that name. Wong Car Y is Film, yeah. Guys. I think in America we say Wong Car Y, but yeah. on here it's Car Y Wong. Cool. But yeah, in the mood for love is like famous. Uh, Samurai Spirits just looks good. I'm surprised mm-hmm. it comes from SNK. Uh, again, I'm surprised they're willing to invest in it. Uh, uh, it is a scary market, as Brad just said. But but next know, year though. Next year. I think it's a I think it's a scary market for some things right now. We were talking about Soul, Soul Calibur. Calibur specifically, yeah. And I think next year this and maybe Mortal Kombat. Like we uh, really know, is Dead or Alive next Mortal year. Mortal Kombat, Dead or Alive, Dead or Alive, yeah. Yes. Coming. You know what's funny is they showed off this in Dead or Alive back yeah. to back. They ain't afraid. Dead or Alive actually looking good. Dead or Alive six, I was criticizing mm-hmm. for having nothing special about it. Uh, showed some fighters cracking a pterodactyl leg and getting taken away by that pterodactyl. T Rex, <laughs> yeah, and a T Rex slide, yeah, and a water slide, and a kraken, a big old kraken. <laughs> And yeah. just keep adding more. Yeah. Yeah. Ninjas, Jones. Ninjas. ninjas. Yeah. Oh, of course he's ninjas. Yeah, you're right. That is that is it's always. Ninja. Yeah. It's a given. Um, pretty cool. Pretty excited about uh, those games. Yeah, it's it's fun to live in an era where fighting games are viable again. I mm-hmm. uh, just hope success for all of them. We saw th- this. <laughs> so this is. I think we reported about this on the podcast when Hideo Baba, who is uh, was at Bandai Namco, was a producer of the Tales mm. franchise, left. For Square Enix, big deal. What is Square Enix going to make? We saw the first glimpses of this project. <laughs> project Prelude. And Wait, they actually gave it, they, they had a name for it? Apparently that's the name of okay. it, yeah. Uh, studio is called Studio Estolia. Um, game looks bad. I mean, we barely saw anything of the game. We saw, we saw three saw shots. We saw a guy walking. We, we saw, saw three a shots bad of the game. running animation. Yes. And that's it, so... <laughs> More than that, Brad. I mean, I don't think it was like a good first. We have no idea what that game is. Yeah, it's a bad first of. impression, which means a lot to me. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we saw yes. first. We saw them draw in a, a an area that did look a lot like that one part of Final Fantasy XII where there's trees and bridges. Yeah, I can't remember. That. So if they, imagine just like close your eyes. Imagine like a forest with big trees and bridges between them. And Ewok like, village. And like, but more purple. A lot of purple in there. Purple Ewok village. Yeah, very fantasy like. Uh, no characters walk through that. You just saw the environment, and then we see the reveal of our character, some boy in weird half knight's armor, half poofy clothes, just the backside of him with a horrible run cycle as he runs through a grassy field, and then the breath of the wild. Wild shot where he walks up to the side of a cliff and the camera moves past him to show big old nothing fields, which makes me so mad. When you look at Breath of the Wild and the way that they showed their fields, you said, oh, I can't wait to see that. I can't see, wait to see that. You make it your wallpaper because everything looks so cool. Here, it's just bunches of mountains with nothing on them. 
<laughs> it, was, it was like worse than uh, uh, Elder Scrolls 6, which, you know, showed at least a little town in there. It's just like, what do you want me to see? What do you want me to explore here? Had nothing of that sort. And so, yeah, it's weird. I, I can't imagine being excited about Project Prelude beyond the team. The way but, he runs looks like he goes, hup, hup, hup. Yes. With every step. Yes, yes, yes. Are you watching that now? I just watched it, yeah. Oh, okay, nice. <laughs> thanks for, yeah, thanks for, Getting Ian, up. help me describe this walk cycle. Uh, I mean, it's, it's like. No, don't show it to us because people get mad about I'm that. I'm not going to show it to don't, you. Don't let Jones see it. Uh, <laughs> it's like, let me see. Yeah, he's There's a like, little bit of purple in that like, Ewok village. And it's like very weird. Ian, you did. You used no extra words as to after I ask you to describe it. That's oh, it. Okay. I was showing it with my body. Oh, we still have listeners. We have a lot of listeners. Listeners, that he's. Yeah. It's jaunty, very rigid, straight, rigid, straight back. Rigid. The arms are at a at a sixty degree angle and not moving from that angle, and the the feet. My mic has been off it's that 2018. whole time. 2018. You just gotta, you gotta it's do a good bad run, run yes. animation. Yeah. No excuse. Right. When I'm talking about how good, uh, if that's one of the only three things you're showing. For yes. This game, it's and gotta be good. And when we're talking about Judge Eyes, and I'm like, man, I'm I'm amazed by this budget. And we're talking about even in Samurai Spirits, it's like, man, I'm, this is pretty high budget. This is much better animated than I expected it to be. And then Square Enix shows up with this. I think it's too early for it's that game. It's way too early for yeah. that game. Uh, but I mean, as as we just said, it's a project. Project is still in the title. It is it's, there is much to happen. Oh yeah, it was just February of last year when it was announced that Hideo Baba has joined mm. Square Enix. So you know, oh, okay. it's, it's just like a year and a half in, right? Uh, give it some time. Um, that's it for like new game announcements. I'm gonna do a segment later on called Unlikely Remasters, where we'll talk about some remasters that were announced and some other announcements kind of tie into that. Uh, but one thing I want to touch on. Uh, I see your request. A lot of people say, hey, talk about this, talk about this, talk about this. Uh, and I kind of want to talk about this. We're going to discuss it a little bit, but it's kind of a story pending kind of thing. Uh, Belgium is investigating EA, RE, loot boxes. Uh, uh, basically what happened is back in April, Belgium determined that loot boxes in video games yeah. are gambling. Mm-hmm. Didn't cover it then because I'm sick of talking about loot boxes and I'm like, uh, is it really going to be a thing? Turned out to be a thing. So uh, Counter-Strike and Overwatch disabled loot boxes in Belgium. <laughs> how? No idea, Jones. Yeah, I don't know what? how. It's not just anything you can turn off. It's the, How do you get stuff in Overwatch now? You can't open them. You cannot open loot boxes in Belgium. Maybe you just can't buy them. No. You, you might get in-game currency. Uh, from what I read, because you level up and you get a loot box. The way I it was described, Brad, is that you cannot open dis- loot boxes. Yes. Whoa, crazy! I you think they probably just run a different server for Belgium and then yeah. took that. It's off. crazy. Yeah, nuts. EA with FIFA. So who cares? We're gonna keep doing it. We're gonna keep going. I don't care. Sue mm-hmm. me. I'll see you in court. Yes. And so now <laughs> the head the headline is that Belgium is investigating EA, who still says, "What are you gonna do?" And I kind of think. Nothing's going to happen. You know, <laughs> I feel like EA, we've seen it so many times. The big company is going to get away with this. What is Belgium going to do to EA? That's the question. What yeah. are you, what's the next step? How can they scare EA to doing anything? Right, what they're are, gonna, their, they're what are their terms? And they're going to say, EA, that's illegal. And EA is going to be like, what are you going to do? Yeah. What are you going to make it so people can't open loot boxes? What are you going to do? You're going to be the bad guys. Like, I just, I don't see this becoming a thing. I don't see loot boxes becoming gambling worldwide. But... Hey, it's there. It could happen. 
Is anyone willing to say here that, like, yeah, EA is going to get shut down, baby? No. Right. <laughs> down, down. Is that what you're hoping? No, well, loot boxes. That, that, but this could be the start of something. I mean, they could disable them. Why e- not? EA could? Or, yeah, they could be something where they have to disable them. Yeah. Overwatch did. Mm-hmm. Blizzard's a big company, too. Blizzard's a big company. And they just didn't possible. want the trouble. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's, it's possible. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Well, they did a pretty knee-jerk reaction with Battlefront. You know, that was... Uh, fairly quick. Yes. You know, when they oh, you know, took those out. So they're not as scared about how that's going to affect the sales for Battlefront as they are how it's going to affect really anything specifically in this market. Man, the, the ultimate team for FIFA, those microtransactions is so much money for EA. That is so much money. Mm-hmm. Like, those are microtransactions. People seem to like ultimate team. They're, they're happy to spend money on those microtransactions. But um, that is what EA is fighting for, and I think that's why they don't want to give... Belgium an inch on this one. Oh, I mean, if they make a ton of money, yeah. of course they don't want to. Yeah, I feel like you're kind of admitting it. I feel like it's kind yeah. of an admission. Just like, you know what? You're right. In Belgium, this is gambling, but everywhere else it isn't. You know, it's it's kind of hard to even do that. I just don't see it happening, everybody. I know we want to talk badly about a yay, and yeah, it is sucky. Loot boxes are bad. I hate talking about them. But at the same time, I can't see this leading to any actions. The flip side, too, is I wonder if Belgium is doing this with any... I wonder if they think this is going to work. You know, I wonder if it they're... It did do- work I, for I, some, yeah. But I wonder if they're doing this kind of just to show off. I wonder if it's a political move, you know, sure. just to kind of show, like, we're doing something. Yeah. Like, we're not expecting this to work, but we're going to make a stand. You know, I wonder if there's been other instances of this in digital entertainment, or I wonder if this is something that is becoming more prevalent, or if, like, uh, registered voters are complaining about this, or if parents are, 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 are raising a stink about it. To I wonder me? if this is just something that they're, like, there's kind of grandstanding and, like, oh, we're going to seem like we're going to take him to court but at the end of the day well you know it's a big company we're powerless what can we do yeah which is belgium to yeah. me to me it's country. more of an interesting question about like international law than just like our loot box is bad because it's like whatever who cares but like big companies like this have to think about that where it's like this thing that we're doing is not allowed here but it's allowed everywhere else so we have to change our entire game to do that. I was just looking into it. Apparently, China requires publishers to reveal the odds of loot boxes. Yeah, they do. And South Korea has issued fines for deception over loot boxes. Netherlands is similar to Belgium. Uh, it's just interesting that it varies from place to place, like how they treat sure. this stuff. Yeah, I can't imagine, actually, that it will vary forever. You know, I, I, most of the Earth just travels forward into one decision on all of these things. And so maybe, yes, in the future, loot boxes will be gambling. But just right now, FIFA, Ultimate Team, makes too much money for EA to say, you're right, sorry, we'll get rid of those. Yeah, they're not going down without a fight. Yes, yeah. They they probably did, uh, what's that thing, the uh, risk-benefit analysis, where they're like, the cost of being sued by Belgium is less than yeah, the sure. amount of money we make, we make yeah. every second yes. by leaving this in. You're so right, Ian. They're like, we'll be yeah, able we'll- to pay our lawyer bills with FIFA this week. Yeah. <laughs> that is probably, yes, very true. So, yeah, not a deep conversation to have about mm-hmm. it. I, I don't really know what's going to happen there. Uh, another kind of interesting story, not too much to grasp onto for now. Um, there's a new studio created by the designer and scenario writer of Danganronpa, uh, Kazutaka Kodaka, and Zero Escape series writer Kotaro uh, Uchikoshi. Cool. Um, yeah, they teamed up to make this thing called Two Kyo Games, and they announced four games at once. Whoa. 
Yeah, four? they announced four projects. They huh. all seem to me to be more visual novels. I think sure. that's just, yeah, yeah yes. that's clearly their wheelhouse. They're going to be making more of those. Um, just pretty cool. Pretty cool that, like, hey, we're going to team up, make a studio together. We're going to make it in our own games and coming out and say, here's four. And there's a like, character art for all four of those, basically. Cool. Yeah, Promotional sweet. art for all sweet. four of those, I should say. Yeah. Yeah, you don't hear about two studios fusing together that well, those often. Are the, actually, those aren't the studios fusing. These are just the heads. Oh, the creators. Okay. Yeah, yeah, they're leaving. Because, I mean, there's going to be more Danganronpa oh. games. There's going to be more Zero Escape games, probably. Um, how, but, do you, how do you spell Tukio? Uh, so you spell two as in T-O-O, and then a new word, K-Y-O, and a new word, games. Uh, that's good for the audience. That's now, really now you know. hilarious, in a way. Tell me why, Blood. Be- oh, I mean, they basically just, like, split the word Tokyo and made it two words. But, yeah. but with two, like two, Kyo. Yeah, but in Japanese, the to is a long O, so it basically it's like two O's anyways. So I have as a line over it sometimes? Yeah. Cool. Wow. Hmm. Blood. Huh? That was really good stuff, well, dude. No. <laughs> yeah. That is podcast butter, dude. That's, a, that's that. a blood nugget. Yeah, that is a blood I nugget. Actually, I'm curious whether it's actually pronounced... Tokyo, or if it's pronounced yeah, Tokyo. Yeah, I saw it as Tokyo, but I, we might have to say Tokyo from now on. Until Ian says otherwise. I'm going with it. What's <laughs> I up? don't know how uh, That's not confusing or anything. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I think we got to say See, Tokyo. See what Tokyo did this week? Yeah. Uh, just cool. Cool to, cool to have yeah, that ambition. Sweet. Cool to team up. Make your own little studio. And then, yeah, I don't know. I'm happy about that. Not much debate about it. Uh, do you all hear that? Ooh. Sounds like it's podcast halftime! The following are the official sponsors of Easy Allies for the month of September. 16-Bit Psych and Broke Astronaut. Two brothers who are budding indie game developers. Check out their games. Stories in Stone, an RPG about exploring an ancient world and forging a bond with your wolf. And The Adventures of Clive McMulligan, a 2D retro-inspired action puzzle platformer with challenging gameplay. Mango. L. Fanis. Hoag Law Business Law Firm. Whether you're starting a business at level one, stuck fighting the dreaded fundraising boss, or finally cashing out with a well-earned high score, you need a good business lawyer at your side. Hoag Law brings more than a decade of experience farming and uh, forming and funding companies, negotiating contracts, and everything in between. At Hoag Law, it's always business law time. Check them out at hoeglaw.com or on Twitter at Hoag Law. Imagine Betting. Imagine Betting is owned by big fans of the Allies and are proud to help support them. They make every mattress to order. This means they won't start producing your mattress until your name is attached to it. The mattresses are brand new and 100% yours. Due to the success of last week, they are now offering 30% off any mattress with code EASY30 on their website, imaginebetting.com. Additionally, if you made a mattress purchase with their 20% code last week, they'll be contacting you with 10% credit. They're also doing a giveaway this month where one lucky buyer will be entered into a drawing to win a Nintendo Switch and an official Pro Controller. See their website for more details. Imagine betting. Imagine good sleep. Wow. iKeyless. iKeyless.com is proud to sponsor Easy Allies. If you need a replacement car key or remote, use offer code EZA at checkout for free shipping and 30% off of your order. Sweet Justice, a sound design company from the southern shores of the UK. They've worked on some of the biggest AAA titles, the most refreshing indie titles, and collaborated with the best development teams in the world. Beaten Down Brian, 
and our mega sponsor, Greg the Dark Knight Kettering. All of these links are available in the description. Thank you to our sponsors. I have questions. Please, Jones. I mean, I gotta wonder. They say that the mattresses are 100% yours. Are, are people co-owning mattresses? Like, <laughs> do, 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 do like people sneak into your house and they're like, actually, 10% of that mattress. I'm going to be taking this mattress and sharing it with somebody else. I got to wonder. And then I, only when I went to Ikeelis with a 30%, do I wonder if Imagine Betting heard the Ikeelis 30%. And we're like, wait a minute. Sure. <laughs> are we you? don't want this Ikeelis <laughs> creeping up on us. Do you have the nerve right now to roast our sponsors? I'm not roasting. I'm wondering, you know, <laughs> because this could be a thing. Just we're talking about other countries. Belgium has their yeah. own idea of what's gambling and what's not. They're making I don't know if there's other states used. or other countries <laughs> that, that share bets. That's, that's what I want to know. They're just making clear that it's not used mattressing. Correct. Yeah. Uh, I did see a lot of comments last week. I want to make it very clear. Jones is saying the word bedding with two Ds and yes. not betting with bedding. two Ts. Yes. Right. Yeah, I, I think it's clear once he gets the word mattress, but yeah. You never know. A lot of people stash their cash in a, in a mattress. You know, it could mean anything. I do want to talk about, I want to do this segment called Unlikely Remasters. Because, you know, I don't, I don't like talking about remasters when they get announced. It kind of bores me. But some of these are pretty unlikely and maybe interesting to talk yeah. about. Ooh, blood. What are we talking about? Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles? Final Fantasy Crystal Coming Chronicles. Out of Remastered was announced this week. <laughs> yeah. What is that, blood? Uh, it was a GameCube game that was uh, kind of like one of the linchpins of Nintendo's whole connectivity thing yeah. between the Game Boy Advance and the GameCube using mm-hmm. the Game Boy Advance's controllers. Full co-op RPG where everyone just like had their Game Boys plugged into the GameCube uh, and, and played together. And, Do you remember uh, what year that was? 2003-ish? 2004. 2004, okay. Great guess, okay. Yeah. Great guess. Um, oh, I might have played it in 2003 because I, I played it in Japanese okay. like a crazy okay. person. Okay. All right. <laughs> I was importing stuff on GameCube all the time. I remember, I've got a yeah. stack of imports. But. Yeah, that probably was the case, actually. Fun retro fact, Brad. Uh, when I did the Final Fantasy retro, I was struggling because I'm like, oh, it'll make sense to go chronologically through everything, but then you get tech tactics and all this other weird mm-hmm. stuff. And I actually did one episode on Kingdom Hearts and Crystal Chronicles because at the time there were like two Crystal Chronicles games and two Kingdom Hearts games. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh, I'll do an episode just on like offshoots. <laughs> so at the time I was like, who knows how far either of these will go? That's <laughs> and like one really stop funny. right there. And, and the one other one went on forever. I'm sorry, what year no, was that? No, Crystal Chronicles had quite a few sequels. Yeah, what year did you make that? Uh, that uh uh, 2007. Okay, cool. So yeah, at the time. Yeah. So what? Crystal Chronicles has had the one GameCube game. Uh, yeah. Two DS games. Yeah, two DS. One of the DS games was also on Wii, but it was the same exact graphics. It was yeah, bizarre. I remember that. It, mm-hmm. had just, it kind of had like a the red, crystal red and blue version. Yeah. Well, there's the Crystal Bears, and then there were the two DLC uh, Wii games. My life, is, my a life is a king, and my life is a dark lord. Oh yeah. That, yeah, you're right. Same characters, same like same races are in that. Yeah, too. yeah. This, it's the same world. Universe, All the games, yes, pretty much played differently, except for the two DS, uh, the two DS games. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, it was weird. Its own franchise. Like when I was reading about this earlier today, I think it was the Game Informer article mentioned that this studio was created at this time when. I, this is all knowledge for me. Uh, so, do you remember um, the Spirits Within? Final Fantasy: The Spirits Within, the movie. Oh, yes. yes. Square Enix put maybe it was just SquareSoft at the time put a ton of money into this. Yeah, it was a Square. And mistake, <laughs> huge mistake. It turned out, uh, movie bombed big time, and and their whole movie business looked like it was not a good idea. Uh, 
So Sony apparently helped Square from not going under by buying almost 20% of the company. And apparently at that point, part of that agreement was also that, hey, Final Fantasy games, Sony only. And then, so then Square opened this side uh, splinter cell business uh, <laughs> that would make uh, the, the uh, Crystal games. That would make this a whole other... They, they were allowed to have Final Fantasy in the title, but uh, they couldn't be like Final Fantasy 7, 8. Mm-hmm. That's right. it. Yes, 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 yes. I remember. And so that, apparently this was this, this offshoot was created so that uh, Square could still make Final Fantasy games for Nintendo consoles. Wasn't aware of any of this. That's what's interesting mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it had died. Would you is Crystal Bearer? What is that one called? Blood? The one you're Final playing Fantasy on Wii? Crystal Chronicles, Crystal, the Crystal Bearers. <laughs> Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles, the Crystal, Crystal Bearers. Bearers. I think that is the final Crystal Chronicles game. I think we haven't. No, I, I think, think Dark Lord came after. I believe that is true. Yeah, I think yeah. my my life as a Dark Lord came after that, but then dead, 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 dead. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess yeah. Wii U came and went without any Crystal Chronicles games. 3DS never had any Crystal Chronicles games, and now for no reason apparently, here's Crystal <laughs> Chronicles remastered. Yeah, what? 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 I mean, I'm happy for it. Yeah, give it a second chance. Great Switch game, probably. Probably a good Switch game. Probably so. It is. Yeah, it was announced for Switch and PS4 yeah. for 2019. That is worth mentioning. It, uh, yeah, it doesn't look that good. So, like graphically, looks a little old. I mean, it, it, it was GameCube. Game yeah, I mean, it yeah. was it was not cutting edge on the GameCube. Oh, I know. I mean, it was, it was just a really. Oh fun no, it's actually. It's pretty good. It was a nice art. I thought it had, yeah. I thought a really good, charming style. Really fun couch co-op. A lot, lot of, yes. lot of good like comboing spells. So like, yes. I, you know, like when, mm-hmm. when you cast a spell, like you had a, a really specific target of like where that spell was yeah, going to land. Yeah, you combine them. Yeah, so I remember cool. a lot of like, oh, I'm going to do my move, you do your move now, and then um, that was fun. Yeah. So I have a question for you. Who have played it? I've never played this game. Oh. Uh, so the PlayStation Four. I, I can see it working on Switch. Basically, everyone have their own, own menus screen, on yeah. their Switches, and then on the big screen. Well, actually, that can't work. Dude, no, there's not a big screen. Yeah. Everything's gonna be have to be on one screen somehow. How, so how? Yeah. How will the PlayStation Four version of this work? How can the Switch- Well, I mean, I think with PS Four. I mean, I think it's just online. I think that's just the only way. Like online, and then local. How many of us will have online? It has to. Doesn't it have to? to? The PS4, I think, does. Does it? Otherwise, it'll just... I mean, we do have higher resolution TVs now where you can fit a lot of information on the screen. So maybe... But I think part of the thing is is that you can go into your menu without interrupting everybody else. Right. I bet now we'll just have a little corner of the TV and we'll just do our menus down. Yeah, Switch the HUD up. Yeah. Uh, Funny that that's not clear to us from that one very short trailer. Um, Clearly, you still... Well, I mean, they didn't they show like a globe? I I thought there's... Some kind of implied online. Sure, I can check it. I can oh, check it. I can't remember. Um, oh, yeah. Blood, I do think online is almost guaranteed. Yeah. I just wonder how like it works with your own little menus and things. But, yeah, maybe it's online only. I get, these details are not clear. Uh, go away, boot dude. Go away, dude. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. Little baby daddy long legs. Just yeah. There you go. Like a, like a daddy Spider long legs. season. Le- Normally, I like daddy long legs. That one was like... He's dragging his butt a little bit. Yeah. He was freaky. Yeah. yeah. He was a, a sloshy daddy long legs. That was a T-virus yeah. one. Yeah, that was a T-virus <laughs> daddy long legs. You're having you know quite what? the spider day, Kyle. Yeah. We're having a spider day. You were you had a giant, giant spider on you earlier That was today. so great. It was that, like, was a, that was a real good moment. It was large. Do you guys think I might have spider powers? <laughs> yeah. All right, Toby. <laughs> yes, you attract spiders. Uh, you know what? I'll vi- take it, man. If that's my spider power. Yeah. 
They're drawn to the you. Core. Yeah. You know what vibe I get from Crystal Chronicles is Banner Saga. Not in the style of gameplay, but like in the kind of vibe that like it's a journey. Like they specifically leave their home to like go somewhere else to solve this thing. And each it, like I remember the different races like had families. Mm-hmm. So like the very opening cutscene, like your family's like goodbye, and you like wave goodbye to like your whole town that's all your race, and so you head out and so like we very intentionally when we did the retro, like we all picked like made <laughs> sure we picked one of each race and uh, Jones, do you think this will be a success in 2019? Not a huge success. Do you think I never be- finished it, so I'm, I'm, I will definitely pick this up on Switch and play this with Amanda. Can you foresee Crystal Chronicles having a new release? Not if this doesn't sell well, but it, that seems to be kind of what the Switch is doing a lot now, where it's just kind of this weird barometer for like, you know, is it time again for or just remasters yeah, in general. We're like, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, with with Pocket just Edition a test from Square, with like, Final Fantasy po- Pocket fi- Fifteen Pocket Edition going to Switch, also Xbox One and PS Four. Jones, I kind of see. Yes, I think Square Enix is seeing what kind of Final Fantasy game they can put on Switch, and I think they're looking at Crystal Chronicles. Mm-hmm. That actually totally makes sense because Sixteen is not going to be on Switch. Can we? Probably not. Yeah. Can we talk about the weird logo? Please. What's weird about it? Well, it's kind of a disaster. It looks like. <laughs> it looks Ian, like. Don't show us. Don't show Aristo- us. People hate it when you do this. Well, if you don't react, they don't know. Okay. It looks like Aristoloronicles Five. <laughs> I mean, that, that logo is the same old logo. I know. It's yeah. not good. The Caesaros. Yeah, I know. But like, <laughs> normally I like. Final Fantasy logos, they're amazing. Mm-hmm. But this is spinoff series. It's, this was the Splinter Cell, Ian. The Splinter Cell yeah. made that logo. Like yeah. that scar for flame or whatever. It just looks like a five. <laughs> What's up, Jones? Um, I was going to say, Brian Altano tweeted out the uh, Monster Hunter Ultimate. What the what was the, the Generations Ultimate. Yeah, he's like, this logo needs to calm down. <laughs> he's yes. like, there's just two. It's, it's like on fire. <laughs> and just, yeah, you can't yeah, even yeah. tell what parts of it are doing. Uh, that is a good logo, though. <laughs> I actually really like yeah, it. Yeah, I don't think it needs to calm down. I think it needs to be nuts. Just today, the last remnant was announced for PlayStation. <laughs> I cannot believe yeah. this is so crazy. This is an unlikely remaster. But, I don't even. But again, same thing. You know, like are they thinking of something similar, or yeah. some of the the people behind that game, or like what? So I've I've not I've no familiarity with the last remnant. What is the What do you do in this game? I never played it. Has anyone? It was on Xbox 360, and then a year PC. later on PC. Uh, 2008 is when it launched on 360. I heard it was not uh, good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I remember performance issues and stuff when it first came out. That was in a lot of the reviews at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I didn't play it either, and uh, I don't know a heck of a lot of about. This is like around the time it. of like Lost Odyssey and Blue Dragon, and yes. like we yeah. just got a lot but of that really was the thing. There was a lot of Xbox 360 yeah. like funding RPGs, mm-hmm. and. Uh, Lost Odyssey was basically the good one. <laughs> yeah. Well, Blue Dragon kind of fell Tales, flat, Tales and Last Remnant didn't good. have. Well, no, but I'm saying like was this out of that pile? Oh, yes. Um, oh, this, this uh, one is not. No, this is Square Enix. This is Square Enix. Uh, Blue oh, Dragon okay. was Miss Walker. Okay. They made another one though. What was the, what's the other Sakaguchi RPG from that era? Lost Odyssey. Lost Odyssey. Oh, is yeah. that Sakaguchi? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think both of those games are Miss Walker. Cross. Got it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it must have come from this weird time. I paid it no mind. And I think it was also weird that it was running on like Unreal Engine, right? I, I didn't see so. that. Where okay. didn't you do sure, that sure. a lot at that point? Hmm. Yeah. That would make sense. Uh, that is coming this December, and that will cost twenty US dollars. I'll buy it. That is the right price. Oh, man. Very non-Square Enix Missed price. Missed it? Yep. Perfect time to go back. Yeah, it's almost a curiosity Yeah, buy. man, yeah. I want to see what it's about. Um, the battle system looks really weird. You tell like, me about it. It looks like you put in your attacks first, 
and then it says like turn one, and then it does all the stuff, and then it go- it's like turn based, but the way it, that it does it, 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 I ha- can't really describe it. Like you watch it all play out in real time after you selected what you're right. doing. Right. Yeah. It's hmm. like got you make your plan, and then it happens or something. It says active union and stuff. It's crazy. Yeah. To me, it's kind of impressive to Square Enix to look at their back catalog, which is huge. Uh, I, I mean, mean, the remasters probably do well though. That's why they're doing it. Sure. I mean, it's not going to be Final Fantasy twelve remastered, no, right? Not. It's not going right. to do no, what that did. Not. But yeah, I mean, it, it seems like it's it's inexpensive for them to just give it a shot. Mm-hmm. Hey, why not Parasite Eve? But okay, let's let's look at this one instead. <laughs> yes, Parasite Eve. Yeah. Much. yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I mean, hey, cool. This is off topic, but it's driving me crazy. What, yeah. There was one game Sakaguchi made that was hilarious because it was like Final Fantasy, but not those words. It was like last oh, story. Last story. Yeah, it was the last story. Last that story. That's, on Wii. that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Yes. Wii there we go. Nice, John. <sighs> okay. Because that's hilarious. Was right? that the Final last, Fantasy like, last story. Like, big game yeah. they made? Like console game? Yeah. What was the game, the phone game? Dude, don't. I tried to come up with that one in my head and I couldn't yes. do it either. They made it just released a sequel too last year, I think. Oh, shit. Something that. Rings? Did you have, it's about rings, right? Move on. <laughs> okay, we're moving on. We're just, you know what? Give us the corrections. We'll get into it. Uh, uh, Square Enix Terra Battle. Terra Battle. Battle. That's it. Delete your comment. Uh, <laughs> Got him. Uh, uh, Square Enix also announced Kingdom Hearts VR Experience. Oof. This is coming this winter. It's a ten-minute experience. Throw on your PSVR. Oh, or Kingdom Hearts. Minutes? Yeah. What's up? Before Kingdom Hearts, potentially? Before Kingdom Hearts 3, yes. Okay. And uh, it will be a way to, in VR, experience the story of Kingdom Hearts in its entirety. In 10 in minutes? Yes. <laughs> that is not possible. It's possible. <laughs> it's what? that simple. It's what? that simple. You're going to experience the whole thing. They found a way. I, I think the, like, the third dimension will help a little bit. This is free, <laughs> I just, right? <laughs> I think it's free. Yeah, it is free. It, it is free as well. Yes. It looks so bad. It yeah. has to be free. Oh my god! And apparently, like Brad, I think like they're playing videos. I know. On stuff. That's what we. They, yeah. they were like swinging the keyblade around real right. slow. There's like a video playing like on a bookshelf. Yes. It's like what? That is part of the experience. Yeah, we saw probably two seconds of what. This that's it. Is. That's probably the game. Yeah. There's two rooms, so it's mm-hmm. not 15 fishing caliber. It's uh, Jones. It is not. No, it is not of that caliber. So bad. Yes. All right. I think I saw an image of it. I didn't see it in motion. Well, yeah, what man. I saw in the press conference was almost nothing. Like it was like that's it. Three shots. That's probably yeah. it. Yeah. If it's ten minutes, that's like it. But hey, it's a free it's VR free. thing. I mean, you got nothing to lose. Hard to complain. Weird. Yeah, man. It's just hard for me to I'll imagine. I'll give you the scoops. making something yeah. that's that short. And and also like I think we I mean, think about Dead Rising and those like weird fun games that we got beforehand and just something where it's like people won't understand this until they really get it in their hands. So, like maybe we'll give them a slice of it or like the Octopath demo will let you play a little bit so you understand how the story works. And now you're hooked and you got it for free. And so now I got to get like full price game. But who needs convincing for three? And like how is this, this going to do? Way. It? This is like, not I'm the way. I'm trying to think of the consumer that's not going to buy three, but then is going to play this and now they're in. Yeah, man, I really, I think this is Sony with PSVR saying like, hey, Square Enix, like, like with the Final free, Fantasy fishing like, what thing. The, what's the, what's well, the I think Sony's paying No, this for is more like Sony's the Prompto territory or whatever, the VR thing they had before. Yeah. This is more like that territory. Yep, that was free, wasn't it? You're yeah. like swinging a keyblade and hitting little nothings, yeah, and there's maybe, like... 2D fire planes in the background. That, like, and the videos are going to play on those 2D planes, yeah. Maybe wow. it's like after the fact, like you get Kingdom Hearts, and then you're like, well, I just need some more after I've beat the game, so maybe I'll buy a PSVR and get this extra thing. I really, uh, Jones, I, I think re- this is, I think this is created to move PSVR more than Kingdom Hearts. Yes, and I think it's Sony who's paying yeah. for it more than yeah, Square Enix. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Hey, just give us a little 10 minute thing. There we go. Yeah. All right, 
We'll give you. It's uh, like the two million. The Last Guardian thing they did, real short. Yeah, just oh, real short. Wasn't yeah. it? Wasn't Damiani or somebody talking about how the studios made certain deals that they would deliver a certain amount of VR to to Sony for PSVR or something? So I wouldn't be to, surprised. Damiani like knows about a lot of deals. The 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 one uh, the only thing I can say to this effect that amused me is when I went to check out Dreams. I think at E3, and somebody said, "Is this going to be in VR?" The developer, I don't remember who for Media Molecule was like, "Oh yeah, no, it has to be." Yeah. Like, oh, okay. That is very funny. They're like, it's a lot of work, and it might not be what we wanted to do with it. Yeah. I mean, obviously, dreams and VR is, you know, fascinating. Like, yeah, dream. I'd love to, you know, I'd love to build that stuff like around me. But it clearly seemed like Shu was like, you're doing. Yeah, <laughs> I do. I do believe Sony is is still pushing PSVR, especially after that. You know, we can move into a couple more PSVR games. Uh, that Sony press conference stressed heavily on on PSVR. Where at E3, uh, Sony had was, like a whole planet. Yes, we went to a whole planet of VR games. At E3, Sony was not pressing it too hard. You know, it's, it's there Do we if you know PSVR it. sales in uh, the U.S. compared to Japan? We don't. Yeah, I wonder if if if, if, if something like that shows up more prominently in their press conference, does that mean it's selling better there or worse there? Mm-hmm. That like it's selling worse, so they feel the need, or it's selling better, so they're like they would you know people would be stoked if we covered this in this press conference. It might be that Jones. It's it's so weird. Uh, my friend was talking about his trip to Japan recently, and he said there's this building you can go to, and it's full of VR goggles, and you go in, and then you just pick your experience. And I don't, I can't see that being here in the U.S. According to I think Forbes, they, they do have some arcades. stuff, but yeah. it's I don't know about arcades really, like the arcade. What's up, Ian? Uh, according to Forbes, a year ago, PSVR was not doing well in Japan. Huh? It had sold like a hundred thousand units. Like, a, like we have one-stop shop places, like the Void, where you go, but you just go and do one experience. Yes. And it's Twenty minutes, and then you're out. Yeah. We're going like, oh, I'll try this, and now this. Imagine a whole building, dude. I can. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Uh, it was funny. I mean, like, it wasn't made for English speakers, and so he walked in, and he said, like, they had like intensity ratings. And so he said, like, well, I want my money's worth. I want the highest intensity. And so he went into, like, an insane asylum and, like, got shook and scared <laughs> the whole time. And he was terrified. So, like, he didn't know. He saw, like, yeah, give me max intensity. Like, yeah, I want to be, like, you know, climbing a mountain. And he did not know that he was going into an insane asylum. Scary. They, VR they, like, experience. dust the helmet off. Like, yeah. no one ever picks that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Your first one this week. So yeah, uh, in, in addition to those, uh, uh, everybody's golf VR was announced. Uh, Which oh, I'm gonna do that. You to do that, Jones? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, um, I'm curious though, with those kinds of things, w- w- is PlayStation VR a part of that, or is it like all kind of like their their own, pro- you know, their own uh, devices and. And software and stuff. I'm sorry, you were talking about the building? That that's building, full of, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think that's even like heavier duty than, well, yeah. maybe more specialized than Vive headsets or anything. Because um, I just imagine that that kind of thing would make more sense for Japan, where they don't have like giant living rooms. Living to rooms, set you're up so everything. right, Blood. That's a huge part of this. Oh, I, I should have brought, thought of that up, actually, yeah. Um, Jones, what, what, what do they use in those rooms you go to, the Star Wars things? I, what headset is that? I think it's Oculus, but it's a oh, okay. it's a custom rig because you put uh, the what the Star Wars thing that I did. You actually mm-hmm. you put on like a vest, and you know it's like cool. You're like carrying the PC around with you that's running it. So sick, man! So it's sick. extremely cool. Yes, nice. I just heard there's like a horror one in Glendale or something. Like, Max intensity won't do it. For that. Did you ever go to Disney Quest, Jones? I did. I didn't do a lot of the Dude, cool stuff did? back oh in the day. God. But what is Disney so Quest? Funny. Uh, it's it's, it's a, like Disney's like version of GameWorks. I think it was supposed to be like, like a five but they had story like, they had like VR arcade. stuff in there. Yeah. 
Man, I played Duke Nukem in VR once. Duke Nukem 3D in VR. Miserable. It was so bad. I so I mean, this is probably well. this is probably like 1996. You know what <laughs> oh, I mean? It right. was like it was like on the on the boardwalk. Yeah, at, I like, think Atlanta I played City, the same you know? exact. That's and it so sucked, bad. right? It yeah. was just so bad. I got I got ill like the rest of the day. Yeah. I think that like might have like been the basis for my fear of VR. Yeah, man, which I've overcome. Uh, uh, oh, Space Channel 5 VR was also yep. announced. Yeah. Space Channel 5 VR, I think, was an arcade game, or maybe it's one of those things where it's like a specialty thing to go to, but you'll be able to play it on your PlayStation 4 in PSVR. That'll be cool. Soon. Yeah, I, I mean, that will be cool. <laughs> uh, finally, one last thing I wanted to talk about kind of ties into the segment. You know what? I just made the segment a big umbrella here. THQ Nordic. Yeah. yeah. Not done acquiring. Yeah. THQ Nordic this week. Acquired the Kingdoms of Amalur franchise. Man, it's crazy. And I, Interesting I presume, to call it a franchise. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> they brought all the rights to all the Kingdoms game. of Amalur games. Yeah. Well, I mean, they had R.A. Salvatore do all that writing and stuff. And, yeah, and, and I yeah. guess like the, I saw the title of the MMO in there, too. Like They have the rights right. to the MMO that never came out. But they bought them. It's all theirs. Uh, but Reckoning I'm is the game that everybody sure plays. Kingdoms cheap. of Amalur Reckoning. Yeah. <laughs> right, like it was just... Blood, I bet it wasn't so cheap. much. Well, no, I think it probably was because there's like so much investment to just basically tank that whole studio. Are, are we talking like a hundred thousand dollars cheap? Or like, I don't know what cheap relatively would I be. I bet it was but. a million bucks, dude. I bet it was seven figures. I think it was just probably sitting there. It was just sitting there, absolutely, mm-hmm. but probably in some holding company. You know, hmm. I, don't, uh, okay. I don't know how these things work. Um, this is what we need Hoag for. Hogue, how do how do you buy Kingdoms of Avalor? <laughs> how would I even like how go about doing that? that? Yes, it's been a lot of money. I mean, THQ Nordic has it now. Uh, I presume Reckoning Remastered will be coming. Yeah, within yeah. a year, yeah. right? Uh, so that's and why that I could put be it in the end segment. of it. It, it. You know, it could just be a way of like that hey, could totally be the end of it. But yeah. <laughs> think about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, yeah. it's better than Definitive Edition Darksiders Two. <laughs> Wait, you did not like that, dude? It was a bad like. Uh, it was a bad remaster. I did not know this. Yeah, it was we just d- like 1080p, and that was it. it. Didn't even run at 60 frames. Wow! Get out of here. Oh, that's bad. Good. But they they for when they they remastered the first Darksiders, mm-hmm. then it did run at 60 frames. Got it. So, so what? Darksiders from the 360 early 360 area era. No, they're both from the same that. era. You're right. Yeah, they're both, they're both one and two are from the same era. Two's like close to the end though, right? That's like a mm-hmm. that's like a yeah, closer, yeah. 2012 game maybe. Um, man. Uh, okay, good, good, good data, Brad. It, yes, Fitzy. It is not clear how much THQ Nordic paid for it, but I just remembered. Uh, and Blood, I think you were on this. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think one of the the first, if not one of the first, live streams that GT ever did was Kingdoms of Amalur with Blood and Ryan and Miguel. I think? Miguel, yeah. Whoa. Wait, first Miguel live stream playing. ever. Whoa. First live stream Deep ever. Play. We actually called it GT Live at that point too. Yeah. Do you call this GT Live? Yeah. Yeah. Tell me more about this. <laughs> we're just like on a couch in the back at Viacom and we yeah we were live streaming uh, Kingdom of Amalur for like an hour I think maybe it was two? an hour yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe that's more. so funny that was that's... the same room I played Souls in for the first time right so da- it was downstairs I thought you played Souls no Ooh, that was in the corner yeah it wasn't, it, it it wasn't in the room it was it like in... right next to the editors it was like all the capture stations yeah oh the final bossman room no, same, it same was place I shot out in the boss? open. Out in the actual capture oh. area. In the capture area. You oh, just crazy. streamed out there. Like, oh, yeah. then no. Yeah. And it was, you know what's funny, Blood, is I bet at that time it was like a whole hour, really. Mm-hmm. You know, streaming is like, man, is, that's a yeah. long... You expect people to watch for a whole hour? 59 minutes and five seconds. Wait, you found it? Yeah. What do they look like? 
I'm looking. Young. Uh, I don't see camera. I think they were switching to themselves intermittently. Oh, but it's basically oh, full go, screen go, on the game. What was the initiative, Blood? Was it was it this game's going to be big? We need to stream this, or is it basically we need to start streaming any game we'll do? It, yeah, I mean, it was. Uh, I think that was probably before that game came out. So I think it was like a preview. Was that on UStream? Uh, I bet it was yeah, on UStream. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was UStream. Man, I can't believe Ian found the archive of it then. Yeah. Dude. UStream. Miguel looks exactly the same. Bloodworth's <laughs> hair looks very silky and straight. See, that's mm, a silky. Uh, you can't just say that on a... And, <laughs> and he's wearing that... listeners can't... You're wearing that Rebel yeah, red... Yeah, the, the Witcher 2 shirt, yeah. Is that Witcher same 2? It's a Witcher 2 shirt? Same nice! Bloodworth. That's Witcher 2? Yeah. The red? Yeah. Oh, it's your That character's not in 3, yeah. Oh, okay. I'm so mad about that, dude. <laughs> Me too. There's... A couple of Witcher 2 characters I really expected <sighs> to see more of. Ian, how can someone find that at home? What do they have to search for? I literally just Googled Game Trailers Kingdoms of Amalur Great. stream. Yeah. Great. My first GT live stream I ever saw, I think, was E3. You guys came back to the office, and I think you had McDonald's. And you guys talked about games, like, way... Yeah, you know, that was cool. That was, that was like the first time I like, ever saw That was a, a good stream. stream. Yeah. From hey, you guys, I was like, whoa. The, the description of this is so cute. It says, it says, the first archive of our brand new live show where you drive the demo. What? Oh, because we were just doing what people would ask us to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chat was just tells, hey, what you know, what do you want us to do, Chat? I mean, I know this isn't about Amalur, but like whenever you say GT Live, I cut a promo for the Game Trailers Top 100 Games. Don't look that up. It never happened because it got canceled after we were like ready to do it. But I cut a whole amazing promo. I was really proud of. And in the promo, I was like, oh, and you can get more features because we'll talk about every week when we do the next ten or after every video, we'll talk about like what came out that week and why did we pick it and who are the big champions of that and i said and you'll have more live elements with gt live and the clip i showed was shane and michael mcwerder from the five minutes where he worked against <laughs> on side mission yeah and then gone uh, so i love that he was there just long enough to get in that, use that clip and i think they were looking at the psp they were both like in the image shot like oh the psp the weird thing is the logo <laughs> for this gt live looks kind of similar to the logo for actual gt live it has the slash and everything huh um yeah i think we stole it yeah, we yeah, yeah we probably didn't repurpose it. I gotta say, Jones, that's a good idea. Top 100 games, and like you had like a, a and this wasn't a popular idea to have this live stream where you have like a Q and A live at the end of every week. Yeah, I mean that's so crazy. Well, it's the, the thing that always gets I get oh tangent. The thing that always burns me out about top 100s. So I'm like, oh, somebody did a top 100, great, and I'll read, and they're like, so this game, and they write like a paragraph, and I'm like, no, go back into your office. Write 500 more words. Are you nuts? Yes. <laughs> yeah. You get me excited for top 100 games and you wrote like a letter? Like, mm-hmm. no, I need to, I need you to pour your heart and soul onto a page. Yes. And let me know, like, this is why this beat out hundreds and millions of Thousands. games. Yes. Y- y'all know why. So we're going to do good. one video for each. We're going to have like a whole, t- like two page script. 100 videos? Everything. Yeah, 100 videos. Yeah. And I said, and I, in, the, in the promo, I said, yes, 100 videos. Like, I repeated myself. Wow. Do you still have a copy of this promo? I wish I did. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, I, I, yeah I don't know. Somewhere. One last question about it before we move on, Jones. Did you have the 100 picked out? Yeah. What was... I, I made the GoldenEye video. Do you remember the top five? I do, well, the number one was Ocarina. I fought, I fought man. for that. Yeah, we're such dorks. We still love that game. Um, but, uh, yeah, GoldenEye. I think GoldenEye was like in the 60s or something. Mm. I think that that, uh, that didn't get up there despite <laughs> so my, my efforts. You had that video done. I had a, mm-hmm. a golden eye done just as a model to show oh, people gotcha. like here's what the, mm-hmm. this should be. Nice. Yeah, and wrote the script and was it going to be played a the video entire game every day? And, 
A video release. I don't know if it was every day. It might have been every other day or something. Man, that sounds like that. That game trailer is ambition, man. I mean, every other day would have been more than three months. It might have been every day. Man, it's crazy. I see why they canceled it, Jones. You know what? It was it was not a financially sound decision. That's not why. Wait, why did they cancel it? Can we go in? Other people do it. That was the excuse. Oh, somebody else had just released one while we were. Said, wait, wait, didn't like IGN do that? We're like, yeah. They're like, why are we doing something IGN does? It was like. Everyone does it. It's a thing you do. That's like saying, let's stop doing reviews. It's like, what are you, what? You're like, nah. That's why hey, I, I just thought fun. of something. Maybe oh. we should stop doing reviews. Yeah. Doesn't, doesn't IGN do this? Doesn't IGN do those? Podcasts, for that uh, matter. Tangent. <laughs> so yeah, Kingdoms of Lava. Why do yeah, they yeah, produce yeah. videos? Other people produce videos, right? What's yeah. like, other than the big crew, what's like the thing for Reckoning? Like, what's the, other than RPGs, like what, compared to other RPGs, what makes Reckoning unique? I think I think it's like it's action elements. I think yeah. it was supposed to be like fun to play. I didn't get very yeah. far into it. Yeah, because okay. I, didn't I think really at like the it. time, yeah, the, but really now like it it's like nothing. It's hard for me right? to imagine this being a success next year. Really? Yeah. Um, it also ha- it had a very unfortunate series of events with the demo. Um, the demo tanked that game more than anything. Ooh, because. Uh, you know, again, it's this big, huge, open-world RPG, basically sim- seamless world, and it wasn't something that they could just, like, take a chunk and make a demo of, but I think EA was like, well, we have to have a demo, and so, like, they handed off the code to somebody oh, else. Oh, I remember, like, reading art, like, Kotaku articles yeah, about yeah. this. And this so, is nuts. So, they, you know, they, they, they did a slice here, slice here, slice there, not really realizing that, like, cutting off those parts of the code had all kind of, I couldn't even complete that demo. Yeah. Like, it just Man. kept crashing, and it made the game look awful. Yeah. So, hey, maybe a second life will be the right thing for it. Maybe. One last question. So, you, the, the management said, hey, IGN does these, <laughs> so you shouldn't do it. What did you do instead? What was like, the okay, what do you want us to do instead? What, what did you replace it with? There uh, wasn't a, uh, the Film Fest. Oh, was it? Oh. What is that? the Film Fest? Uh, we had... Um, didn't screw, we meet Huber at the film fest? We screw yeah. attack. Yeah, I was there we too. premiered the uh, trailer for the Angry Video Game Nerds movie. Uh, we had a special episode of Hash What You Plan, Eight Bit Strange, like a lot of our like other side content producers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did a um, I'll ne- one moment for that I'll never forget was Keith Abakiri. I got to go be on stage with him, Nathan Barnett, and yeah. uh, uh, he like came in and was like, "All right, I got to jump on the stage," and he's like, "I'm going to jump in from over there," and I was like, "Okay." And I'll never forget the look on his face. We were like doing a bit on stage and he told me before, he's like, I'm going to fall off the stage. Heads up. And I was like, oh, okay. So we like go out and I'll never forget him turning to me and this look on his face where he's like, I'm about to go eight feet down to the floor and I don't know what's going to happen. And he just like, goodbye. <laughs> like, I remember just looking into his eyes. It's like, there he goes. And he With got up. No fear. Oh, he's fine. Yeah. yeah. He, he walks away from everything. Yeah. But that was fun. That was a fun night. You and know that what? was at the uh, venue f- that we did the first Easy Allies in concert. Yeah. Same venue. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was super early in my time at Game Trailers, I think. I don't think I had, was an on-screen personality at the time. I think I was just like a bag. Yeah, I think so. I filled up the bags. And a famous comedian hosted the Film Fest that was not super famous at the time, but is now on like HBO and does some other stuff. The name, gone. Can't a famous comedian event. hosted that, that event? Yeah. Cannot remember Nick his Kroll. name. That was a Brad Winters was Nick move. Kroll? Brad was like, "We got a host." I was like, "Oh wait, what?" I thought I was hosting this thing. <laughs> nice, Brad Winters. So what did you do? It sounds like you I hosted co-hosted it. with him. Like oh, I was okay. like, he would do the he oh did a little stand up in the beginning, mm-hmm. and then I came in was like, "Okay, now here's Screw Attack," and like hmm. the color commentary I did the one, each intro. 
I do not remember the, it's a fun event. the, the uh, host. Yeah, it was a fun event. And so that was like, okay, we'll put our budget of the 100 into this one Kinda, night Kind of, yeah. Okay. I just, it was mostly just time. I was like, what am I going to do for yeah, the man. next three months if I'm not doing this? Viacom so, days. That's how me and Huber got in the door. Was from there that. You go. So yeah. it worked out. Shaking yeah. hands we've with done Keely. 100 games, we wouldn't have gotten Huber. I did shake hands with Would have been there for Shenmue. Keely was there too? What yeah. other dimension is yeah, there? Yeah, talk to Keely. Yeah. About Assassin's Creed. What did Keeley do at the show? Nothing. Yeah, he was just hanging out. He Man, he was like bonus round at that time. Yeah, big time. Host a bonus round. Okay, way too much reminiscing <laughs> in this episode. It is time. <laughs> Love and respect. Love and respect. Can't stop thinking about how he looks like lowering his key. Lower lower by lower. It's intentional. Yeah. Okay, it's intentional. Ooh, let's do some fun ones. Let's do some short ones. Uh, hello, everyone. Does knowing too much about the development of a game impact your enjoyment of, of it when you play it? Love and respect, Quinn. Hmm. Too much the development? Yeah, this happens to me, for sure. You're thinking of the developers who talked about it. You're thinking of the stories. So it's just, sometimes it's, it's always hard for me to shut off my mind. And so when you're in the game, you're thinking of, like, the director's face. You know what I mean? You're thinking of headlines <laughs> the whole time. You're thinking of the interviews they did, the press conferences they had. You're thinking of the trailers and just all the, everything. And it's even worse when you, like, know the people who made this game. You know, it's, a lot of that happens with me. And I'm wondering if that's normal, if that happens with all of you, too. I cannot recall. A moment where that happened really it, yeah. I mean it colors it like it's certainly a different experience like mm -hmm. if I'm playing I'm playing Dragon Quest 11 right now I, I don't know a whole lot about you know the series a lot of fine details or like what what they went through to do this the differences between the Japanese version and this I'm just like having a swell time with you know RPG but like I knew like you know dozens of people on the staff for infinity and like I don't think back in the day like I don't think that changed my mind or that was weird yeah I mean I definitely will be on the lookout for things that they've talked about and, you know. Uh, mm -hmm. Stuff they yeah, emphasize. Yeah, stuff that they emphasize, stuff that they worked on, little details I probably... Well, like uh, Tomb Raider. Yeah. The thing about the being able to switch on the native language, I would have never looked for that option if they hadn't said something about that at E3. Mm-hmm. Do you see their faces as you play through Tomb Raider? Nah. No. No, 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 no. Is this just a crazy thing? No, I mean, well, I, I mean, Death Stranding's a, a really like you're in a big Kojima. example. That's a great example. That'd be a whole different game. You know, like, what would the conversation example, yeah. we would be having around that game if this was just like, oh yeah, some weird developer came out <laughs> yeah. that we'd never worked with before that's going to make this game, and here's these weird trailers. Like, well, and I mean, that's but why Kojima wanted... also puts his name on everything like six times. So, but that, right. that, but but that's why he wanted to do PT so bad. He's like, hey, I'm just going to put this game out. Just like, let's see your reaction to a game that doesn't have my name on it. Right. And it was huge. You know, I, you can't you can't like say like that's the only reason why we like those games. Mm -hmm. Sure. Um, but yeah, like Metal Gear Solid Five is the story is outside of the game. The story is so meta, and that you're thinking about the studio that shut down making this game the whole time you're playing that game. Yeah, I just don't look at it as like a relationship thing. The more I learn about any game, it changes my opinion of that game. Mm -hmm. You know, but I, I've never. Like, certainly a, a review score has never been faltered by knowing someone or not knowing mm -hmm. somebody or being familiar with a company or not, or something have be, having been made in the States or not. Um, but yeah, every, I mean, I hunger for all those little pieces of information. It's fascinating. That's why I want to know, like, what the, you know, what was the, the thing about Reckoning? What were the, like, the stories at the time? Yeah. Because, uh, I mean, that's why I'm in this business, because it's just it's fascinating to learn more about the 
crazy process. I remember reading some of the stories coding, at the time. Not only just coding, but development and business and all that stuff. The Reckoning story is like sad, Jones. It's like paychecks getting Kurt bounced. Schilling, yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's just like, hey, my paycheck bouncer, are we all right? And that's well, like, but it's, I mean, not to go back on that story, but like, that's why I asked because I'm like, that's all that's in my head. It's just this yes. like bankruptcy and weird, you know, didn't, wasn't Todd McFarlane involved in that? Didn't he do like design some stuff for it? I'm gonna say yes. And the reason Someone why Someone like maybe. that. I remember I remember it was just names. I yes. remember before I saw a moment of gameplay, they were just like names, names. Yeah. Uh Todd McFarlane loves baseball. So I could see <laughs> I could see just Kurt Schilling showing up with Todd McFarlane and saying, like, hey, you wanna get in this? And Todd McFarlane, okay, yeah, I'll do it. By the way, that's what Todd McFarlane talks like. I know, I've heard him. <laughs> yeah. But like No Man's Sky, it's impossible to play. Like e- even all the the best moments of No Man's Sky, where I was completely immersed. There was still that little gremlin on my shoulders. Like remember this game? <laughs> like, yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> like, I know mm-hmm. the the journey we took to get to where we are now. But... Absolutely, dude. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I totally think that's the case. It's hard to shut it off. You got something, Brad? Yeah. Oh, I was just thinking about like the editorial standpoint from it. Like I, I don't think any of us have ever like reconsidered a score because we know anyone in it. Kind of thing. Oh, like definitely that. not on that aspect. Right. Yeah. Like yeah, I mean. No Man's Sky is a perfect example. You're like, oh yeah, development of this game. But knowing a developer to me is not any more significant than like how good or bad I thought the marketing was. You know, whether I like other games that were in the series or even mm-hmm. just like the genre. Like, there's so many elements. It's just one of them. Doesn't really stand out. I mean, yeah, the only thing like on that aspect of things that it changes any of my behavior is like if we gave uh, so like. After we review a game, like I'll send the links out to whatever contact. If we give a game a low score, I'd like generally just don't do that step. <laughs> Most of the time, they unless they ask wanna, for they it. They usually don't want to see that. Yeah, yeah. but that's the right thing, dude. That's the right thing. They don't need to know. But at the same time, you know, like I get a lot of, you know, when, when that has happened, like people have been like, yeah, thanks. We'll, you know, we'll pass it on the team, like, and, you know, let them, you know, know mm-hmm. the feedback and where they can improve or whatever. So cool. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're never the only outlet giving you a bad score, right? Sure. Yeah, yeah. And so I guess that's where you don't have to feel too bad. Um, do you ever, uh, when you're playing a game, not necessarily you, you know the developers, but do you ever, like, think, who made this? Do you ever, like, think of, like, the person who sat down and made this thing? Oh, yeah. That- Especially on games where there's, like, usually one person associated with it. Mm-hmm. Like, Kojima or something like that. Like, like all the, all the, yeah. yeah. All the other people like working on the development of the game, mm-hmm. stuff like that. I think about like who's doing this specific thing. Yes, sometimes I get so mad thinking of somebody consciously making me this angry. Somebody like consciously <laughs> making the oh, decisions yes. that make yes. this so difficult for me. I, I think one of my biggest questions. This goes past vit games. Yeah. Is what I'm looking at now was this what they wanted? Yes. Yes. Was Jones. They, did, they, did they step away from this and go yes, or were they like ah, it's not going to work, or like what sacrifices do they have? And to And that's make? always always the answer, right? It's like it's, the story of Jaws. You yes. know, some of my favorite moments from Jaws where them just like ah crap, I guess we'll just do this, and mm-hmm. it just it worked. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like and so I see something like for some reason the final station just jumped into my mind. That was one where like I know nothing about that developer, and I loved that game. Mm-hmm. And I, I think what you brought up comes a lot uh, comes into play when you play a lot of indie games, a lot of games that are like only two or three hours. And so it's like I see that pixelated style of Final Station, and it's like, is that what they wanted? Like, because it is creepy, but I'm sure they could, you know, up the horror quotient a lot if it was just more, you know, more detail and, and more depth, you know. But I don't know. Is this what they were going for the whole time? Yeah. Where did they get to this point in development? From the day one, or did they, you know, gradually get there? And it's always, Jones, it's always the other thing. It's always the compromise. Yeah. I don't know many creators who go like, yeah, perfect. <laughs> you know, it just doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, one more question. Let's do a Spidey question. Okay. Mm. 
Ooh, and it's gonna be hard too. Okay. Hi, allies. Simply put, are Spider-Man's animations the best in any game to date? Any hey game. now. In any game. Whoa. Being able to hold R2 with somersault over any obstacle, run up any wall, and seamlessly swing into the air is just an absolute technical marvel to me. No pun intended. Come on. Uh, what are your favorite animations throughout gaming history? And oh my. do you think Naughty Dog will stake another claim for the throne when The Last of Us Part Two releases next year? As always, much love and respect, John. Um, I mean, yes to that It's not out yet, sure. but the Sekiro animations I've seen have been very fantastic. Yeah. Especially it, in like a lot of the visceral attacks are super awesome. I feel like in movies, you can't say this has the best animation. You know? Mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like, you know, animation is art. And so it's really hard for me to say, yeah, that's the best. Uh though The Last of Us Part Two exhibited we'll animation very, I haven't seen. Yeah, crazy. In, yes, yes. In any video yeah, games. Yeah, absolutely. Um but yeah, like you just said, Brad, like that wouldn't look right in Sekiro. Mm-hmm. Sekiro has its own vibes, has its own demand of its animations. Yeah. Fighting games have their own demands of their animations. And so, yeah, it's hard for me to say Spider-Man would ever have the best animation. Dead Cells looks crazy. And I, that's just from trailers. I haven't played the game, so I don't mm-hmm. know if that stuff holds mm-hmm. up. But some of those combat animations are I mean, just I like think the yeah. frames. Like, it's like totally different, but I think... Um, Why well, can't... I just blanked on me. Uh, Dragon's Crown. Has really great yeah. animation right. and stuff like that. Stuff, yeah, like yeah. any yeah. vanilla stuff looks crazy good. Mm-hmm. It's just different, though, you know. Yeah, uh, is is Spider Man's animation remarkable? Yeah, is I it? think I think a lot of animation. I've seen, I haven't seen a lot of it. It's uh, really good. Well, it's funny because somebody there's a. Have you seen the water glitch? <laughs> the summer. Oh, when you can run yeah. yeah, right, yeah. that So whoops. And there were some moments you can see in the trailer, like they're like it's a little weird when you hit the ground. He just kind of rolls out of it. And sometimes when you're like doing tricks. Yeah, if you just hit the ground, he'll kind of hover for a second and then land. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, there was one animation, I think, in my whole playthrough. I've seen it since, but in the playthrough of, like, actually getting to the end of the game story-wise, I only saw this once, and I like, chuckled when it happened because I'm like, wow, it's <laughs> just above and beyond, where I went, like, right into a billboard. And if he, he could have just easily run up the billboard and flipped over and done his, like, web over, which is the same as you do at the top of buildings. But he specifically put his hands up and, like, and like vaulted himself up over it. Because it, it, the game registered, like, oh, the top of the thing that I'm hitting is just right there. It's just, like, a foot above him. Mm-hmm. So he's like, oh. And, and, like, there was one, there's, like, those vertical signs that are, like, stick out from a building. You see a lot in Yakuza games. Mm-hmm. Um, like, billboards, but just straight up and down. And, like, the, I ran into one of those, and he just kind of sidestepped around it. And just like, wow. It's the only time I'll ever see that animation yeah. through 30 hours of gameplay. Somebody works. That's some detail. Probably three days on that, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, and I, I think pretty good facial animation, too, actually, mm-hmm. in Spider-Man. Surprising. Better than I, I expected. You know? I was not a fan. When I first saw Peter, when I first saw you know uh, Norman Osborn, I was like, whoa, mm-hmm. Uncanny Valley. It's just a little weird. Yeah. And you you get into it. It looks really great. Yeah. It's, it's, it was interesting. I think they tweeted out a picture of the cast. And it's interesting seeing Spider-Man and MJ, who were like body doubles, like they brought in actors just to 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 be them visually, yeah. And they brought in voice actors, but they, yeah, like MJ and and Martin Martin Lee, yeah, uh, Mr. Negative, like that was their actor and the yeah. the voice actor at the same time. It's weird, man. It's fun to see. Hey, uh, Judge Eyes, same thing. Yeah, <laughs> Judge Eyes has good facial animation too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I I always I think I appreciate facial animation and just acting ticks. I think I think performance capture is so much more interesting in in, in some ways. But uh, the same thing, there's some franchises that like does it need more? The, you know the 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 combat animations in Yakuza games can be a little clunky. You know, objects can kind of you know wiggle off of their mm-hmm. things, and but yeah. it's like is is it going to be worth it for that company to spend all that more money to match something like Naughty Dog does? 
Like, I mean, Naughty Dog's no. kind of shot themselves in the foot a little bit because, like, we expect that. <laughs> so, like, yeah. they keep having to outdo themselves mm-hmm. and really focus on that. Whereas I think just a lot of other games are like, well, it's not that big of a yeah. deal. Yeah. Was it Kotaku somebody who just did that whole thing about, like, uh, you know, like, the miracle of them, like, taking off uh, clothes mid-cutscene and, and just, like, how complicated that actually is. That in happens the- in Uncharted? Sorry. Yeah, uh, in Uncharted us? 4. Oh, it happens in Uncharted 4. Yeah, you usually see uh, it cuts away to someone else in a cutscene. Like, oh, you see yeah. them start to go to take off, then it cuts to the person they're talking to, and then back, and they're like, Wait, who takes off clothes shirt. in Uncharted? Uh, uh, Nathan and his brother. They like take off uh, jackets or something, right? I forget okay. exactly the scene. But so, to me, that reminds me of uh, it reminds me of like watching directors commentary for Monsters Inc. And they're like, "Yeah, this fur, nobody was doing fur. Our fur tech's out of control." And people watching it don't know. They don't know how hard fur is, you know. Right. But it just looks good. Kind of that same thing is where yeah. animators are like, "Oh my god, they took off shirts!" And everyone's like, well, "They took off shirts." It's yeah. something that should be obvious. And animation's mm-hmm. so hard of making those obvious things look natural. Tomb Raider, good animation. Horizon, good animation. Yeah. Good Mm -hmm. faces, too. Mm -hmm. But, like, I remember playing Breath of the Wild, and, like, it's cool that you can climb stuff, but he'll also just put his hand right on just air. Like, there's, like, a window. He's like, all right. Spidey will, too. Spidey will, too, when he's climbing. He's not the best climber. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's probably, like, one of the trickiest things is, you know, and and that's why Naughty Dog's gotten so much praise is just this, this idea that your character model is aware of something else in the environment and, you know... Nate reaches out to touch something as he's walking through a room or whatever and it's uh and a lot of that is you know not just pure animation because it would be impossible it's like creating these sort of AI systems to to like put all these things together blend all these motions together and not look weird yeah it is it's it's the what tweening you right they're just like Going back to your default from that, yeah, it's mm-hmm. nuts, dude. It's you know what's crazy. a fun animation uh, test? Uh, if you have the t oh, if you own the game, sorry, the t pose, the t pose. Yeah, whenever you see a t pose. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, um, not that kind of animation <laughs> test. Uh, but recently, I went back and I played through all of Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, mm-hmm. and then I just uh, bought. Uh, Wait, which one's Brotherhood? Before you move on, Brotherhood's the uh, after two. It's the the sequel Rome. to two. Um, it's oh, and it's got the you know the creepy faces on the on the box art. I mean, in the remaster, yeah, they had the remaster had some. No, no, no. Some, I mean, like, there's like a guy in a creepy mask. Like, you have a squad, right, in Brotherhood? Yeah, I don't think they got into the creepy masks until they added multiplayer, and that's when you had all the weird characters. Yeah. And, yeah okay. So okay. I don't know. So Brotherhood one with multiplayer. But uh, you know, it's fun to yeah, like go back, especially like Origins and when Odyssey comes out. Like, go back and play one game from the 360 era, then play Black Flag, then play Origins, <laughs> and like, and just go up a thing, and it's just really cool to see. Not just like my hands on the objects, like no, my fingers are on that mm-hmm. now, and just and like just the the, the specific like it's just, it's really neat to specifically sideways when like he'll be like inching across something, and it's like all I'm doing is just moving right, and like his hands are moving up and down, and feet are moving up and down. You go back to that first Assassins, and it's just like you know ledge, 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 roof. And we were amazed by that. Yeah, we mm-hmm. were amazed by Assassin's Creed. Yeah. So we'll continue to be fun amazed. evolution. Yep. Even if Spider-Man is the best, it won't be best for more than months. You know, it's just it's nuts the way this industry and moves the, forward. The, you're doing more running around that city than anything else in that game. You're doing more exploring of the environments physically in Uncharted games and Last of Us than like most of the other stuff that you're doing. And so it's like it makes sense why that's why they put so much time into it. Right. And why facial capture isn't necessarily their highest priority. Why it's not yeah. the best in the biz, whereas maybe the, the traversal is. Yeah. Right. Makes sense. It is time for bets. Next week's bet is about Shadow of the Tomb Raider, uh, where normal people will buy that Friday. 
people who are spending extra money <laughs> will get it, uh, what, the two days earlier. They'll, they'll get it on the 12th. Wednesday. What yeah. will the trophy percentage be for Como Te Llama Pet 5 Llamas? Brandon Jones. 31%. Daniel I Bloodworth. I believe in all I of went, you. I went high. I went 64. Oh, oh hey. I went low. Brad Ellis. 13%. I think that's right, dude. I yeah. went with 39.5%. Uh, Ian Hink. Whoa, freaky. I did 39.2%. Oh. <laughs> Damn it. That's going to be fun. Let me lock that in. No, I mean, that could work out for you. Uh, Brad said in his full playthrough, pet two llamas. Yeah, I mean, I pet like one or two, and I was like, "Oh, okay, cool." I'm nervous. Now, I didn't know dude, that was like an achievement or trophy, though. I know. I don't. Yeah, know, I, I think it's a thing. People are gonna have the weekend. People are gonna see this as a game that they they can tear through and get a quick yeah. platinum. All of our listeners better pet some llamas. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> no, don't pet some llamas. Pet but not, one, but not like too like many one. llamas. Yeah, maybe one or like two. Like 39.2 percent. No, Listen, but it doesn't 30... count unless they pet five. Yeah. yeah. So if 39.2% right. of you can yeah. pet five yeah, llamas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just, just check the percentage before you go petting any llamas, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Save that last llama for Check Wednesday. in with your friends. Make sure y'all don't go overboard. God, the trophy percentage might be my most uncertain bet. Just They're anytime hard, yeah. it comes Jones, up, I, I never know. no yeah. idea. Because it's hard to track the patterns. Like Sometimes low wins, sometimes high wins. They're, they're nuts, mm -hmm. dude. Uh, last week's bet was about NBA 2K19 and NBA Live 19, another game we talked about this week. Um, they both released on Friday, but again, only the $100 version of 2K released on Friday. The regular version released today. Anyway, I went to Amazon.com. I went to the video game's bestsellers list by ranking. What will the gap between the best-selling versions of both games be? Brandon Jones, you bet 18. Ben bet five. Damiani bet 20. I bet 14. Ian bet six. So when I went to Amazon.com and I looked for these two versions of the games, NBA 2K19 was number 14. Worse than I expected, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. Turns out PlayStation cards are back on Amazon. They smoothed over whatever happened there. Um, the best-selling version of NBA Live 19 was not listed in the top 100. <laughs> it is not among the top uh, 100 games wow. available on Amazon.com. So Michael Damiani with his bet oh, of 20 away. wins the bet. That's a hard one to lose. That's a hard. Man, I should have figured that, dude. I should have known it was not even going to list. I thought maybe there's a chance. I thought maybe a chance. This is the year of NBA well, Live. This could be two. Why? I mean, it's just like why? Why would this? I don't know. Everybody's but four llamas. Because everybody makes fun of 2K, but then everybody in the comments still says, "Look, dude, NBA 2K is still the best, even though the microtransactions are awful. It's still the best one. We don't like NBA Live. Poor NBA Live. Like, man, can you imagine? I mean, it's basically EA is funding this investment of like, we hope this works out eventually." We know we're not. We right. know we're gonna die for five years in a row. But the I idea remember Huber did a preview like three, four years ago, and it's like, yeah, they're really turning around from last year, and it mm -hmm. doesn't seem like it's mm -hmm. moved hardly at all forward since then. It's nuts. <sighs> well, hmm. uh, that brings our totals to Red Grouse eleven, <laughs> Gorgeous Gorilla seventeen, <laughs> Droopy Eagles eleven, <laughs> and Switcher Snake six. Do you want to inform our audience about how these scores are now accurate? These scores are accurate now. 
basically what happens is we have this deadly cycle where I check the end of the podcast for scores. I write those down. And then Jones writes, listens to my scores that I say out loud. In the, and those are incorrect. And then he puts those up at the end of this podcast. If you're a listener, you should know Jones works really hard on the graphics. Yeah. You they're all different these. colors. It's, yes. a, it's, a, it's a trial. <laughs> um, so uh, we're good now. I think we're all straight. I think Kev Board Arts will be happy that we're, we've got all the scores <laughs> okay. straight. Uh, the official score of the Easy Allies podcast. I do want to tell everybody about patreon.com slash easy allies. Do it. Okay. So uh, it. when I say recruit me, when I say this is time for love and respect, I'm drawing those submissions from patreon.com slash easy allies. We have a community there. But specifically the, the podcast community, the people who get this podcast early, just like Tomb Raider, just like Forza 4, you know, we all do these things. Uh, Horizon 4, don't correct me, please. Uh, <laughs> just like those things. Look, if you have more money, you get things early. That's just the way this world works. So if anybody who gives the Easy Allies $5 or more a month gets this podcast two days early, also uh, gets to submit to those two segments, our website is patreon.com slash easy allies, and Patreon is how we exist. I'll give another sell. Please. Because I always love doing this when I review a game. Uh, especially for something like Spider-Man, which you see going up at embargo, and it's really exciting because all these reviews are going up. Uh, if you ever see a review from Easy Allies, and you're like, that's cool, I want more. There's more on Patreon.com. If you go to Patreon, you can see the post that we put up for the review, and a lot of times I can't speak for other writers. I don't know if you do this. I but think like, you might be the last one, Joe. I think everyone else has bowed out of extra. All right, <laughs> if you see a review I did, I write a little extra. I write a little something that's like not me. I'm a professional reviewer. I got to make this sound good. It's more me just talking directly to our community and being like, this is really fun. I enjoyed Spider-Man. Here's some other thoughts that are in my head that maybe didn't get in the review. I do. I wrote a th- full three paragraphs of, of on Spider-Man that you can go and read. It's just, just I think people like that. I think our community likes things yeah. like that. Yep. They do. <laughs> I'm not saying they don't. I'm just saying. Like, I don't want to do it. Look, I'm just saying I don't want to write that. Even so outside of reviews, uh, <laughs> yeah. you, you, you uh, post for podcasts and stuff like that. Uh, you know, whenever I do Cup of Jones, which I do each week, like I'll write a little blurb about what's going on. We have to see if Frizzy survived. We have to see if And it's going to be our mortal puppet enemy if they survive. I think we decided it's a she. Frizzy's a she. Frizzy's a she. Like Miss Frizzle. I think of Miss Frizzle. Are you familiar with Miss Frizzle, Brandon Jones? No. She magic is, school bus. Magic yes. school bus. She's our teacher who takes us on the magic school bus. Well, I know the magic school bus, yeah. Then you know Miss Frizzle. She's putting just, children in danger. They're one of the same, Jones. From them? Okay. The, yeah, the redhead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know Miss Frizzle. Frizzle. She's got frizzy hair. Okay, okay all right. Hmm. Blood, do you know Miss Frizzle? Not off the top of my head, no. I know they brought the show back and Frizzle wasn't on it and people freaked. No way. Yeah. They brought Magic School Bus back? Mm-hmm. It was like oh, Frizzle's man. daughter yeah, or something and everybody was like, whoa, uh, the animation was She's different. probably forced mm-hmm. to retire for sending all those kids on dangerous journeys every yeah. week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Putting she, them in life and death situations. She was frankly careless. Do you ever see the gif of, uh, I think his name's Arnold, the, the, the red-headed boy? No. With glasses just no. dying in space. He just freezes <laughs> over. She no. takes him to space. He just dies in space. <laughs> that's so funny. And that's how you learn that space is cold. I think they bring him back to life somehow. But uh, yeah, Magic School Bus. Dangerous Pretty ride. dangerous. All right, let's see if he, she survived. Um, there he goes. There he goes. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> Lifts his helmet off, just dies. Just freezes to death. <laughs> just... <laughs> Is dying about that. That's funny. Um, okay, uh, I have to decide the number for a survival for if we didn't allow you into the party. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll bump it up one. Okay, all right, here we go. Frizzy's dead. Yes. <laughs> Good. So, I, I mean, like, I guess Frizzy is just a sock puppet that got ripped up. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Well, the good thing is, if it's not on a hand, it's dormant, so it wouldn't. No, it went peacefully. Right. Yeah. 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 Got yeah. chewed up by a dog. Yep. Just put into a case and buried. You know, that's death for a for, puppet. For a sock. Yep. With Just no hands. Misery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry, Frizzy. Uh, <laughs> like buttons up on the shelf. Pretty much dead for all we know. <laughs> bring me back. Bring me back. Bring buttons back. Okay, so who won? Who is in Damiani's seat? That would be Brad. Bradley Ellis. Oh, Brad, yeah. you get the right and responsibility to share your Twitter handle with the world. Cool. You get to promote any Easy Allies video you would like to promote. You get the final word, and you get your sign-off with your trademark sign-off. Mm. Sure. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at BradleyEllis87. Uh, the video on promote, it's not out by the time you hear this. It'll okay. be out Saturday. I like hyping videos. It's out Saturday. Mm-hmm. Easy update with Ian Hink. Mm-hmm. Check it out. Mm-hmm. People have been asking for this. Mm-hmm. It's what, here. What if is you're it? you're a fan of this podcast. Can't tell you. <laughs> no, I think we should. I think, we, Ian, can we? No? It depends which thing he thinks is the episode. Uh, <laughs> we need to talk about... Yes. The, well, the thing we shot not on green screen is the easy update for this week. We need to figure out when the other uh, thing's coming out. Hmm. Or should we just do both? I mean, the other thing I think just goes out when it goes out, but I don't. Yeah. I don't know what else we could do with it. Uh, check out my review of two Ra- or shout out to two Ra- <laughs> <laughs> Check it out. Check it out. <laughs> just promoted three. It's a good videos. game. Promo revoked. He check out two Raider. Yeah. Uh, final word. Um. The killer babies. They got it right. I'm proud of you guys. <laughs> good job. Reign supreme. This comes out way before that. (laughs) Doesn't matter. (laughs) Bleep it out. Bleep it out or cut it out. Because I'll redo it if I need to. I'll beep it. All right. Beep it. Beep it. Sorry. I have the power. But you know something juicy was just said though. (laughs) Little scoop. See them buckle down like that. Excellent. Buckling down. Uh, sign off. Remember, Han shot first. What do you mean you let him out? Turned out to be a koala.